So back in 2020, I, Stephen Schinder, started a podcast called Delayed Replay, recapping and reviewing the latest films. However, it got broadcast into an alternate universe, where those films got delayed and came out differently from how I was describing them. Because of how me and my guests had been describing the films, people in that other universe were saying that this was all an improvised comedy podcast, which, listening back, I can totally get why they believe that. A lot of weird stuff happened in that first year, and I even met my other self from that other universe, who pops in from time to time, for better or worse. And now, in the year 2023, this podcast continues, still recapping and reviewing movies and sometimes some other things that got delayed or cancelled in that other universe. New episode Saturdays, every other week, unless I decide otherwise for some special reason, or whatever. You are listening to Delayed Replay, Season 4. Hi, this is Steven Schinder from that other universe where movies got delayed. It is May 16th, 2023, as I'm recording this, so... Recording on the actual third anniversary of Delayed Replay. Um, and since the episode this will be on is on Super Mario Bros. 2, I figured I might say a non-spoiler review of the version of the animated Super Mario Bros. movie that came out just a month ago, uh, or a month and a half ago in my universe. So, uh still somewhat recent. I think it just got released on home video, uh, maybe today or this week or something, but, um, yeah, uh, overall, it, I loved it. It's in my top three favorite 2023 movies so far, so it's behind Guardians and Scream 6. I uh, almost forgot the number of it for a moment. So it's in third place for me. It's a 9 out of 10 um, spaghetti mushrooms, I guess. And it it just felt fun. It felt like the games that made me want to play them again. Uh, you forget really quickly that Chris Pratt is voicing Mario. Uh, the one that really took me some getting used to was Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, because I'm so used to the 90s Donkey Kong Country TV show where he sounds more like a Ninja Turtle. So um, I've heard other people say they thought Seth Rogen sounded good for Donkey Kong, but I, I guess it's uh, that's just all me for being exposed to the old TV show first. Um, and... Yeah, I loved the whole, you know, they they start off by leaning on the brothers' relationship, you know, Mario and Luigi. Although, I do think they kind of forget the relationship in the middle part of the movie and focus on other things. But they do bring it back by the end, and it's so satisfying the way they go about it. Uh, Peach and Toad were great. Jack Black was really great as Bowser, uh, the songs, um, the music, the song that he sings, very iconic. You you forget that it's Jack Black. Um, he just, 
slips into the character very well and the animation it's just gorgeous overall i I, like it's weird that it's been so long for us to get a 3d animated mario movie but then again if one had been released in the 90s or even like early 2000s it might not have looked very good with illumination uh, they did a great job bringing that world to life and i honestly think this is illumination's best film that they've done um i'm sure to some that'll sound like valedictorian of summer school but i did like the first couple despicable me movies you know the first two uh the lorax the grinch i enjoyed those um there might be oh the sing movies are decent i guess so yeah, I guess there's not that much competition, but yeah, I, th- I feel like this is Illumination's best film. Um, I loved the care that was taken into it. There were some Easter eggs here and there. Uh, there are definitely some moments that I think people would call fan service, but I'd argue that they don't feel too fan service-y because you can't really show the world of the Super Mario Brothers without showing all the fan service stuff that they show. So it felt organic to me. So, yeah, I, it was such a great year for movies based on games. Uh, Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves would probably be, like, right behind Super Mario Brothers, maybe in fourth place or fifth place. I'd have to look at my list again. Uh, just one sec. Uh, but, yeah, d d really felt like you could imagine the players playing the game as it as the plot played out in the film and just you know you know when the they're rolling once or when they're rolling 20s or what who's an npc um so yeah very happy about uh that and the super mario brothers movie um the 1993 one uh probably the same opinion as everyone else it's weird and so bad it's good um, I actually bought the DVD as a gift for my friend a uh, couple days ago, uh, recently. And he looked at the back and saw the pictures of the Goombas. And he's like, are these, like, some Bowser-type characters or some Koopa Troopers? I can't remember what he said, but basically, like, are these kind of, like, bowser lizard type characters and i was like those are goombas and when i said that he was like we're definitely watching this so very excited uh for that and yeah so uh, again happy three years of delayed replay and without further delay have a good day hello listeners welcome to another episode of delayed replay that podcast where we recap and review movies that got delayed in that other universe but came out on time in our universe and sometimes um we review sequels that came out in our universe or another universe in this case uh we'll explain that in a moment but i'm your host as always steven schinder and joining me uh at this moment uh is a friend from across the pond uh the good old uk it is max so how's it going hey steven it's going good yeah nice yeah it's great to have you on 
Uh, we're talking about S Super Mario Brothers 2, which came out in another universe, which we discovered. So uh, there was like this portal and we met our other selves and they showed us like the sequel to the 93 movie, which apparently is well liked over there because over there they evolved from dinosaurs. And so I guess it <laughs> resonated more. So, yeah. so before they um, describe the plot, uh, I think like you and I should like sort of talk about our history with Mario and like the the first movie. Um, well, I described my history in the uh, animated Super Mario Brothers movie episode. So, what what's your history with the Mario franchise in general? Yeah, I I guess. Um... I don't know. I, I guess it's not like too dissimilar from most people. I, I played the games when I was a kid. Um, mostly like, you know, the ones I have the, f well, the one I have the fondest memory of is Galaxy 2, uh, playing that on the Wii. Um, I, I don't think I ever played the first one, but I definitely remember Galaxy 2. Some of the new Super Mario Brothers games, which are no longer very new. Uh, must have been, you know, over a decade ago now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was pretty casual about Mario. It's never my favorite Nintendo property, but... Oh, well, of course, Mario Kart. Love Mario Kart. That's a... That's a um, couldn't, couldn't go without that. Mario yeah, Kart, yeah, I remember playing that obsessively. Yeah, that's a classic party game right there. Right. Were you, were you the kind of similar? We, I, I, you're a little bit older than me, Stephen. Um, well, I'm I'm curious to hear what your your context for it is. Yeah. So, um, I remember when I was a kid, it was mostly through my older brother because he had a Game Boy and he had um, well, I think it was Super Mario Land. So he had that and. Uh, for a while, I couldn't get past, like, the beginning or something, but eventually I uh, got to the end, like, after a few years or something. Um, yeah. And he had Super Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo, uh, so played that in the late 90s, uh, early 2000s, and then when we moved in with our cousins, uh, they had Super Mario Kart 64, and that was even more fun and seeing it in like three dimensions. And I, I think at some point I saw or played a little bit of Mario 64 when I was at some place. Like I feel like it was like some somewhere I was being babysat as a kid or something. And right. and, you know, just over the years, um, you know, Mario Kart on the DS and some party games like. I played a Mario Party game with uh, roommates when I was in college, and um, just uh, I think my friend Marco put it best when he was on here, which is that Mario is kind of like the Mickey Mouse of video games. It's sort oh, of oh for sure, yeah, yeah, some something everyone encounters. Um, he even has like the white gloves and the red, um, and I don't know if people can hear in the background, but I'm actually like 
dog sitting my uh, roommate's dog. Her name is Peaches, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> um, so okay. you might you might hear her in the background. Yeah, but... I, I I didn't I haven't heard anything so far, but um, okay. Uh, yeah, maybe 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 we'll we'll get a little cameo there. No, that's that's a really good way of putting it because I I do feel like it'd be hard it'd be hard to find like I don't know someone in the their twenties or or younger that that doesn't or hasn't had an encounter with Mario at some point. Like I think we we've all we've all played at least one game or even just kind of I don't know sat behind someone playing it playing a Mario game at some point. Um, yeah, my really, much really like... is a universal character. Yeah, much like how in Mario Kart, one of the characters might sit behind the other character in the cart, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like a like a backseat driver. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I think you're right about like, you know, someone in their twenties has to have played because um, my my other self from that universe where the animated movie like just came out like a month ago, he says he went with uh his roommate and her little brother who and her younger sister as well. Like her little brother is like almost 10 years old. And I asked, and my other self asked him, so have you played any of the Mario games before seeing this? And he's like, no. And I was like, kind of surprised that he hadn't because he, I seen play games on his phone right. and stuff sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's kind of surprising to, like hear about anyone uh living in the states at least who hasn't played mario if even though they've played like other games if that makes sense but i'm sure also he'd heard of mario like it wasn't like an experience oh yeah going in. for like, sure you know it's 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 something that everybody like if you if you don't if you haven't played it you've encountered it there's yeah there's no there's no escape from again like mickey mouse it's like I don't <laughs> making think mario I, sounds sinister i don't know <laughs> if i've seen any necessarily mickey mouse like films or shows necessarily but uh, mm. i've definitely I, I know who the character is i've encountered the character enough to to know you know exactly um what that character is and what that character is meant to be so I, I can i can understand that like you know he might not have played a mario game but you you definitely have a sense that you know he's a he's a plumber in a red suit and he's got the the big mustache and he's yeah you know, vaguely I, I, italian yeah i mean talk about making a job like that look glamorous like yeah as a plumber <laughs> you get to fight all these like giant plants and these huge reptile people yeah, yeah, definitely. Get all these giant golden coins. <laughs> <laughs> Making all the money. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I guess we should talk about our experiences with the first live action movie. So uh, when this episode comes out, it'll actually be around the 30th anniversary of that film. Um, oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, so I, I've talked before about how me and my older brother, when we were kids uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, we'd rented the live action film. And um, I didn't realize back then how bad it was, but I did get the <laughs> sense that 
it was weird, especially when like Yoshi didn't have like his iconic vibrant green look, but he's yeah. I still think he looked pretty good for a dinosaur of that year, you know, the year Jurassic yeah. Park came same, out. Yeah, exactly. Same year as Jurassic Park, nineteen ninety three. Um it, I don't know, there's something very like slimy and, and weird yeah. and disgusting about the 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 representation of Yoshi in that film. Yeah, yeah it's, and, it's and, very and when, bizarre. Yeah, and when Daisy's dad is like a mushroom thing and like really slimy, it's like there's so much slime in this movie. <laughs> oh for sure, yeah. Um, so about three years ago when, uh, we watched it, like, through the crossover with, uh, sci-fi and horror sock and video game sock. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that was... Was that your first time? That was my first time watching it, and I'm also realizing, I think that was the first time I spoke to you, Stephen. Oh, yeah, it it definitely was. Because that would have been the first time... Um, I went to any of the sci-fi um, society events. Um, so I think, yeah, that must have been the first time we interacted. Yeah, so um, this this film has a special place in our hearts for that special, reason. <laughs> special place, yeah, for sure, yeah. Introduced me to Stephen. Um, but yeah, I, I remember having, having a great time watching it. Um, Especially, I think it's one of those films that you kind of need to be in a room full of people to to enjoy, just because there there is such a like you know like you were saying it's just so bizarre it's such a strange experience that I think rewatching it by myself it's it's kind of like it's it's just sheer confusion. The whole way through and you don't really have anyone to validate you on the on the weirdness of it um you know it, it opens up with the whole thing about reptiles and and right from the get-go it's like this hang on yeah right you know, from they the hadn't ge- just done the gecko, you might say <laughs> right from the gecko yeah um if, if they hadn't just played the like super mario motif you would like you would have no idea that that's you know what you're what you're going into um like the, i would have thought you know am i have i got the wrong have i got the wrong file here am i in the am i in the wrong uh screening <laughs> yeah that's a good point because you know when we watched it two years ago like there were some things that i'd completely forgotten um and one of them was was that intro where it begins looking like the game at 65 million years ago and yeah and uh shows a meteor that causes the two dimensions uh, one where uh people evolve from dinosaurs and then it time jumps to like 1973 or whatever yeah shows daisy as a baby and i'm like okay i remember this part and then 20 years later you see the brothers played by bob hoskins and ray lugazamo and then uh you eventually see dino hatton and uh like i remember as a kid thinking that this was weird and doesn't look exactly like the game they they even do like a donkey kong shout out by turning that construction guy into a monkey or an ape or something (laughs) it's like it it kind of yeah like 
Um, I remember that part. Uh, I didn't quite get that far, but I do remember the the monkey. Oh, yeah, on, on the <laughs> recent rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and, I remember we were all laughing at that quite a lot. Yeah, it was it was a so bad it's good type of movie. Oh, I, for I sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I I think I um. I brought this up to you um, when we met up in person a few months ago. How like, like how funny it was when like they got to the moment where the brothers suit up in their iconic suits, and during the screening, one of the people there was like, "Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's a superhero moment." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. It it is just such a strange film. I I would have, I I I don't know. It it seems like the type of movie that I have a hard time picturing ever being successful in the minds of 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 like anyone, because there's such a disparity between what the content of the film. I think we mentioned this already. Such a disparity between the content content of the film and the. Um, and the the video game, right? It 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 feels like if you rename the characters, then it it almost doesn't really resemble Mario at all, um, in in many ways. Um, right. I'd argue that you'd also have to change the color of the iconic outfits. Right. Sure. Get. Yeah. Um, but outside of like the 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 very like very surface level stuff, and even then, like the names, uh, are completely different, like. I, I didn't realize until more recently that, that Dennis Hopper isn't playing isn't playing Bowser, he's playing King Cooper. He's he's not he's not Bowser. Bowser is the king that shows up at the end, played briefly by Lance Henriksen, which I I did not remember at all. Um I did not remember him at all being in this film. Um but that's just such a bizarre change. And then Luigi and Mario both having Mario as their surname. Oh, yeah, that originated it's from such this a film, bizarre gag. Yeah, yeah, it's such a bizarre... Because it's like Mar Mario Jumpman? Was it Mario... Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, because I, really cool I, th I, I think he was referred to as um, Jumpman in the donkey kong arcade game he first yeah appeared in yeah um but yeah that was something i remember being confused about as a kid like king koopa and like because you know in super mario kart there's well the uh characters you can play as is called a koopa troopa right. and yeah I, yeah, yeah I always thought that was like the character's actual name but i guess more recently realizing oh it's a trooper who is like of that species it's like type a foot thing. soldier yeah yeah and then um, um like on the when we watched like two years ago i i was like oh, okay so i guess king koopa is bowser but then you get lance henriksen as this character called <laughs> the king. yeah um well he plays daisy's father doesn't he so i think yeah he's daisy's father but i i was looking through the imdb uh, credits and he's credited as King Bowser apparently, which oh really is really bizarre. Yeah, I wonder whether it's like that in the in the credits of the film. 
Um, yeah, I'm like, such a bizarre. Um... Yeah, I'm like looking at the wiki, and he is named uh, King Bowser in the final script. And um, apparently, this film had a novelization. I'm kind of surprised about that, but it also referred to him as King Bowser. And that's like so weird, especially when like you think about how it's always seemed like Bowser in the games, like might have a thing for peach and like it's it's so weird like making him her dad in this yes yeah, yeah i guess yeah even though it's daisy and not bowser and not peach in this case oh um, wait yeah you're right yeah yeah, yeah exactly but, it's like you would have thought well i guess it kind of makes sense because there's the romantic stuff with luigi which i think conventionally in the games i mean following some logic which I'm fairly certain just isn't there at all. Um, <laughs> you know, Luigi usually pairs up with Daisy. I think. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember. I. I. I haven't played enough Mario. No. Yeah, he does. Like. But. Yeah. Um. But I think Bowser like also kidnapped Daisy in the game, so yeah. it's a weird thing. But yeah. Um. A thought that kind of occurred to me recently was that you know, the people behind this 1993 film are trying to make it more quote-unquote realistic. Like, you yeah. know, like, trying to make, like, because, you know, Mario is very fantasy, and here they're trying to use sci-fi to justify some of that and, like, twist it so that it fits more with the sci-fi elements as opposed to justifying the game elements themselves fully. Sure. But, um... It, like I, I feel like in that way it's comparable to the thinking behind the Dark Knight trilogy, right. which is totally like higher above in quality. Like I'd at most I'd give the nineteen ninety-three Super Mario Bros. film like a six out of ten, if I'm being generous. Yeah, yeah, but, sure. But yeah, just that thinking behind, oh, let's take this thing that might be more fantastical and make it more realistic like it's just weird how that can have different outcomes but still have a similar approach in that thinking can i make another couple of comparisons yeah because there was a couple things i was reminded of uh re-watching it first of all it felt like as soon as you get into the i don't think it's not called the mushroom kingdom right it's like dino Dino something, Dino, Di Dino Hatton. Yeah, okay, as opposed yeah. to Manhattan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it, it feels very like Terry Gilliam. Like, it feels very like, uh, reminds me a lot of like Brazil in the in the kind of set design. And um, I mean, Bob Hoskins obviously also in Brazil um, playing an, ele an electrician this time. He's not a plumber. He's he's an electrician uh, mm. in, in his big red hat, um, so not a not a very different role from from what he's playing here. Um, but yeah, it, it really reminded me of that, which is a weird approach to to take um, a game like Mario. Um, yeah, and there's also like a faraway shot of a of like a tower in the movie. I, I remember, yeah. and it reminds me of. Um, 
the way some shots of Gotham City look in Batman Forever right. from 1995. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely that kind of like it's that era of blockbusters where they were getting a little bit sillier. Um, yeah, <laughs> you've got the Joel Schumacher Batman's coming up in a little bit. You've got um, yeah, well, like this was a year after Batman Returns, Bond, so I guess that's Bond a is going off. silly at this point. He's, I mean, what what are we? Uh, it's maybe a couple years before Goldeneye, but even then, like Goldeneye is a ridiculous film. Uh, it it just works in that case, and less so as the franchise progresses. Like it very much felt like in the nineties the like blockbusters were 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 getting more and more ridiculous. Um, arguably, you're you're kind of going in that direction right now with stuff like Fast and Furious and the, the superhero stuff. Um, but I, I think and the, the the film that that I think it's most interesting to compare to is um, the live action Scooby Doo's um, for me. Oh yeah. Um, because I think that's another case of I was reading up about this film and it seemed like it was mostly the the directors who were a husband and wife duo that were pushing the film very much towards this like gritty like adult uh, focused audience which really wasn't there for Mario <laughs> at all at this yeah. point. I mean, how, how how old were the games? They must have been like... Yeah, like only like 10 years old. I yeah, think. 10 yeah. years old by this point. Like, uh, there's there's no one who would really... Like, it makes more sense to do it now, but even even then, it, it's like... You, it makes so much more sense to do it as a, as, a, um, as a kid's film, as they did, and I think they did it probably in the best way they could have done. Um, right, because I um I saw a video essay, and I'll, I'll link it in the show notes if I can find it, where yeah. they mentioned that the script went through various revisions, and one of them yes. actually looks more like the games, or it's like, it looks very Alice in Wonderland, you know, uh, mushrooms and, like, the vibrant colors and stuff. But, yeah, like, as, as far as on-screen Mario stuff, there was, like, in like some animated stuff with live action segments. I actually watched a little bit of that recently and it's like, oh, this is interesting. So to go from that <laughs> to this, it's like it's just so strange and bizarre. Yeah, for sure. And 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 the the revisions were apparently going on during shooting to the point oh, where yeah. like actors wouldn't even bother to to read the the daily rewrite re rewrites because they were just going to be changed in a bit. But I, I think it's an interesting comparison to the live action Scooby-Doo's because I think that's another case where you've got um, the the kind of the, the the people who are making it, I think particularly James Gunn, the, the James Gunn script was very much pushed along this like adult oriented, like his Scooby-Doo, but they're encountering real demons this time. It's not, it's not, you know, anything fake. Um, I think that makes much more sense. Where you, so the studio obviously pushing against that and wanting to make it more family friendly, which again, like um, it, you know, when you've got a franchise that's targeted originally at family audiences, it makes sense to make it a family film because you know you're gonna uh, get a cast a wider net and, and get a larger audience for it. 
but I mean, Scooby-Doo had been around since the late sixties and yeah. Mario had barely been around for a decade. Like it made much more sense to be doing an adult take on a Scooby-Doo film uh, in live action than it does to be doing immediately an adult take on Mario in, in an era where, you know, a lot of adults don't know what Mario is or, you know, what's going on. Um, yeah, it'd be like doing an adult take on Blue's Clues in like 2005, yeah. 2006 or something. Yeah, 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 where, where that audience just doesn't exist. Like, it, yeah. it, <laughs> it, if, if you did that, like, I don't know, 30 years later, right 30 years after a, yeah. a franchise like basically like around now <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we've had like winnie the like uh dark winnie the pooh films coming out oh yeah since the, since the copyright and even then that feels like no this is this is this is not right um, oh no i'm the only i'm i think i'm <laughs> the minority of being like the only one who thought that was funny Cause, okay like, okay because like it it plays it straight but because like it's not trying to be like overt comedy like other horror comedy movies like it feels like it's almost trying to be serious but i feel like because it's winnie the pooh and he got christopher robin young stuff like pooh i never would have left you like right i feel like the, the people behind it have got to know that like some of it is going to be funny. And I found moments like that to be just <laughs> so absurdly hilarious. <laughs> I mean, my point is you've got people in the seventies that grew up on Winnie the Pooh. Like, right. It's again, another one of those things where you just kind of know it. Um, so it, it makes, it, it immediately makes more sense. I, th I think it, if you, I, 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 I would still maintain that you can't do a live action Mario like that and, and have it be successful. Like uh, uh, you, you couldn't do Mario gritty. It, it just doesn't, it just doesn't play right. Um, but yeah, that combined with the, 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 the um, what seems like absolute production hell, um, especially from all of the accounts of, of the actors who seem to just absolutely hate being around um, yeah. <laughs> and absolutely hate the directors. Um, it, it, yeah, it was, it was one of those films that felt destined to, to absolutely flop. Yeah. But that brings us to um, this other universe we found where it was a success and it got a sequel greenlit. So, um, yeah, we recently, uh, found a portal and, uh, met our other selves in like this universe where people evolved from dinosaurs. So like over there, the movie resonated with people more cause it felt like <laughs> historical fiction and like, <laughs> They're like, whoa, like a, a universe where there's a Manhattan instead of a Dino Hatton. And we're sort of following that as like the protagonist. What, what a novel idea. So, um, so yeah, I guess we'll, um, we'll hand it over to ourselves from that Dino universe who will recap the sequel that came out over there. Right. Yeah. Okay.
Hi, so I'm Dino Steven. I am I'm Dino Max. Um, so we're going to talk about the sequel to to uh, the Super Mario Brothers film, which is was a very big hit, uh, very very big hit. Yeah, uh, broke another box ex- office records. Yeah, another exciting episode of Dino Delayed Replay. So. Uh, yeah, the first one broke records. I'd probably give it like a nine out of ten uh, at least, you know? Yeah, I, um, if I had any complaints, it was the Yoshi wasn't quite slimy enough. Um, yeah, well, like they were close, but, you know, it's those little nuances where it's like, hey, it doesn't look quite right. Um, <laughs> and, and, um, yeah, like also they could have maybe they went over budget, but there should have been more Goombas. Like those were looked so amazing. I had so a lot of fun with the Goombas. Yeah, they they're so like their little heads. They're they're tiny. They're very cute. They're very cute. Yeah, for sure. So this sequel uh, came out in 1996 for us. You know, around the time that they were ramping up for the Nintendo 64, so kind of riding on that wave. And that's why the movie begins with this prologue that says 64 million years ago. So a million years after the prologue from the first film. Yeah, Um, and it's really important to get this kind of context um, for for a film. Like... um, to, to make sure that, that we're on the right page. Um, yeah, they even have it. In, they even like showcase the new like three dimensional graphics in this prologue. So, yeah, what what'd you think of that prologue and like what it showed for like the what we're getting ready for? Well, I felt like um, it's absolutely vital exposition that we're getting there. Um, that that we're like. It, it covers a lot of the ground that we, we have um, in the first Mario movie, just kind of catching us up to speed um, with the uh, evolution um, that happened over the course of the, the past, uh, I don't remember, how, how long ago was it? It's 60, 64. Oh, I don't. I'm, I'm yeah, no good with dates. 64 million years ago. 64 million years ago. Yeah, like we're the, capitalizing like Nintendo on the... 64. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo 64 million years ago. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's covering a lot of the same ground, but I think it's it's vital that we're, you know, there was a there was, there was a good few years between the movies, so uh, it feels like a good way to to ease us into. Um, this new Mario adventure. Yeah. And this prologue also, like, it talks about how there were also, like, some dinosaurs in the past that, you know, survived the meteor and, like, right. three looked like CGI of the time, you know, 90s CGI. So right. in, the, in this It's come movie, a long way since... Uh... It's a little, you know, it's 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 there's there's some some polygons, but it it definitely has that kind of retro retro video game look, which they were definitely going for with that the Mario franchise. Yeah. So in various parts of this film, we see 
like you know some reptilian characters that look like those polygons so at the time this was state of the art showcasing that kind of cgi you know this was even before uh the phantom menace with the beloved jar jar binks and the gungans you know yeah yeah oh yeah for sure those those uh star wars prequels were very very successful yeah and to the point where you know george lucas had to just keep going and and he made three sequels as well um but i think um i I mean okay so what do you think about um the focus shift here We're, we're getting to see much more of the kind of water areas and a lot more of the kind of the fish characters in in from the Mario franchise. I'm thinking of like the sequence where they're like um, scuba diving underwater and they have those like really, really long, like, um, what do you call them? Like pipe things. They're, they've got like little pipes coming out of their mouth and, and they look like the, the pipes from a video game. What do you think about that whole sequence? Yeah, I thought that was an interesting choice because you know, this movie, you know, once it gets back to the present, it sort of shows the brief adventure that Daisy went on before returning to the brothers and Daniela at the end of the first movie. So you get to see why she seems to have, like, some burns on, like, the bottom of her uh, slacks or whatever. And it's because she was sort yeah. of infiltrating this castle surrounded by lava and um uh discovers there that there's like a more antagonists and so that's why she comes back to the brothers and it's like it's time for another adventure but now you know it's very artistic you know beginning with fire and then focusing on water you know they go scuba diving and um one of the antagonists in this is um uh, King Wart, the frog person from right, yeah, yeah, yeah. King what what do you think of the actor they got for King Wart? Well, you know, I mean, Lawrence Fishburne was a very interesting choice. I mean, <laughs> yeah. his 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 career was, um, you know, definitely kind of it was it was on the up during the early 90s, but he'd had a bit of a kind of a lull by, by 96. Um, yeah, this was pre-Matrix, so I kind of feel like this film actually made his career, I'd argue. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, they did the makeup really well. Um, he was almost, like, completely unrecognizable under all of that. Um, they, they really puffed out, like, his, his, his cheeks so that they were, like, um, very kind of, like, frog-like. Yeah, no, it's a really. I think he. I think he did a. You know, he's he's definitely got like the gravitas for a, a villain character like that. Not much to him, you know. It's 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 very kind of like, Disney villain esque. It's it's um, it's very kind of you know you you, this it's very one dimensional. But that's like what you needed in this film. You need like a, you need a very like dislikable villain like king ward yeah and that's not the only villain who's here as we sort of get hints about with the castle so 
one of the other villains in this is Wario, uh, played by Dino DeVito. Dino De oh, I love Dino DeVito. He's so great in this. Yeah, he's yeah. so great. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he was almost going to play Mario in the first movie, so it's really, really? fitting that. I can see that. Here. I can see that. Yeah, He's definitely so, kind of got the height. He's got the yeah. height. Um, <laughs> yeah, so in this movie, they explain that Wario is an alternate universe version of Mario, and he used to work at mcdonald's but it, they have like instead of the m it's a w so it's wickdonald's which oh okay okay yeah yeah which yeah. apparently has been used in various anime according to my friend keon who's right. been on the podcast before right because they can't they can't use the the mcdonald's branding so they have to they have to kind of morph it but it makes for a pretty funny gag in the in the movie um yeah because it's I, like it th that was in yeah, because it's like that was an alternate universe McDonald's, I guess. It's right, like, right, right. Yeah. Do you think um, it was product placement or do you, it was just like a licensing thing? Well, so from what I read, they did that to not run into any copyright issues. Okay. okay. But then after the movie came out, McDonald's was like, hey, we really like your movie. Can we do like a cross promotion Happy Meal type oh, thing? Oh, okay, like, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, you get that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like um with Rick and Morty, the Nintendo give me free stuff thing and ended up like the creators ended up with some Nintendo stuff from what I remember. Um Okay. Talking about effects, what did you think of like the dry bones uh that we had when uh, Daisy was going to the to the uh, lava castle? Like, yeah, I thought it was interesting that they used CGI for these. It kind of reminded me of this, like, Natural History Museum VHS documentary I used to watch as a kid where it was about a skeleton. I, I think it was that museum. I could be mistaken, but... Yeah, I don't know. Do these effects hold up well these all these years later? I... It's hard to say. Like, I like a lot of the practical effects that we have in the, in the original... Um, like I said, the Yoshi really is a standout, uh, really standout, because it's so slimy and it's so like, it's so real. Um, but the CGI, you know, it's 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 nineteen ninety six, right? We, it's right. it's dated, but it's it's got that like, like I say, like that that retro video game charm to it. So it doesn't feel out of place. Um, but yeah, definitely doesn't hold up to the uh, original. Right. And I do hear like some construction in the background, but that's not out of place given that construction is part of a Mario lore. So there you go. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, um, they're actually constructing another, like constructing another Mario movie back here. Nice. <laughs> it's uh, Super Mario Brothers 3, um, but it's not... It's not called that, I don't think. I think it's like a reboot where they just call it Mario Brothers. I don't know. The, 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 yeah, the, the second film didn't do quite as well. Uh, they didn't get another sequel. Um, but it's it's something that, that's, you know, held very dearly in the hearts of the of the people. Um, so yeah, it, like, it's like taken I heard a that. little while. 
yeah, like I heard that for the new one, they even created a new studio uh, for it. Like, so I guess they're like really hoping it succeeds. They they created Mario Studios, and I guess yeah, yeah, I guess it's supposed to jumpstart a cinematic universe type movement. Right, jumpstart for that. (laughs) Nice, nice one, Stephen. You know, always, always cracking puns, even if you don't mean to. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, no, it 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 does. Very, it feels very much like a similar situation to the 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 DC universe, where you've got that the, like the animated stuff going on at the same time as the um, as as the live action ones, and it feels like it's it's very much kept separate separate universes. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm 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 I'm. Uh, big fan of super mario brothers too i'm so excited you had me on to talk about this yeah and i think the switch in effects is kind of comparable to the 1990s mortal kombat movies where i think the second one relied more on cgi but was perhaps yes less yeah. successful yeah yeah i i haven't seen the the second one um i've only seen the first one but it's definitely, I don't know. There was definitely quite a, f- a fair amount of CGI in the first one, I think, but right, um, much more practical. You could definitely tell that, like, there's a point where the, the that shift happened, right? The the shift from practical to 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 digital, um, and I think it was uh, something that that increasingly was going on throughout the '90s. Yeah, definitely. So Wario, uh, his plan basically is, um, you know, he gets a hold of that evolution, a de-evolution technology we saw in the first film. Right, yeah. And he wants to sort of do his own spin on it, and um, he wants to turn himself into, like, the perfect like alpha being type thing and so and so eventually later in the movie he's able to transform himself to look more tall and muscular and it's at that point where he's played by arnold schwarzenegger i definitely get the impression that that like wario has this very um like he's uh it's got like this inferiority complex to to Mario. Like he he sees this 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 bold beautiful plumber and he thinks, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm not good enough. So he's yeah. And then the switch to Arnold Schwarzenegger is very interesting because obviously Dino DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger um, played uh, twins in the movie Twins, um, very very famously. Um, yeah. And they've so both they were good Batman friends. Villains. Yeah. Yeah. And then they both played Batman villains in separate Batman movies. Um, so, yeah, it, it felt very fitting that that um, Schwarzenegger would would, um, you know, um, play an alternate version of Mr. DeVito, like a, a, a taller, um, a taller, more kind of muscular uh, dino. Yeah, and they each do the German accent that I guess Wario was known for for a bit. I don't know if I I'm not sure if I've ever heard him speak, but I like read that 
supposedly he's supposed to have like a German accent. So that's oh, okay, okay. What they were riffing on here. Well, I mean, with Ani, it, it it always feels very Austrian. Like it 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 always uh, you know he 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 doesn't really do accents too well. Right. <laughs> You've know, seen him as American, and it just did. Oh, it doesn't work at all. But um, you know, Dino Dino sounds okay. Uh, there's a few points where it kind of cracks, but um, you know. Apparently he would he would stay in the accent offset as well. Um, oh yeah, that method acting. Bob Hoskins he would he would he would method act um, the whole time um, because it was just such a hard accent to get into. Um, but obviously, like Arnie, Arnie just sticks with his his classic Austrian accent because it it like he yeah it it, it the it doesn't sound too different to the to the German voice that he's meant to have, but it, you can definitely tell that it's slightly off. So Daniela is also with Mario, Luigi, and Daisy on this adventure, and right. I feel like like they were pretty much doubling down on Daniela being this continuity's version of Peach. Uh, right. They, yeah. They even like because when they go to the castle, she finds a wardrobe and she finds like the dress that looks vaguely like something peach would wear, but not quite as vibrant. What'd you think of that choice? Yeah, no, I think it's an interesting choice. I I don't, it, it feels a bit bizarre because she's not a character from the games. Um, but I think overall it, it works for what they're doing. You know, it is a slightly different take on um, on the Mario franchise. It is meant to be a little bit darker and grittier, so it, it makes sense that the 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 you know the peach in this universe is is a you know a little bit more suited to the world building. Yeah, definitely. Um, the age, like, they never specify how old Mario is in this, but he does look visibly older than her, and I think the age difference always felt kind of weird to me, whereas with Luigi and Daisy, it doesn't feel as weird here. Yeah, it's definitely, like, a, a product of the era, I would say. Um, you know, a lot of these action movies have uh, older older men than the, the women are. Um, but I think it was nice that she was featured a, a, a little bit more in, in this film than she was uh, in the last one. Uh, it really does feel like um, they have more of a focus on the, the, the women in Mario than the first film does. Yeah, and I think at the time, some audiences were kind of being stupid and not appreciating that they're like oh i paid to see mario brothers what's with all this right. but like but, but like you know you you already got a movie um where it features them front and center like why not give daisy and daniela more to do you know and i i think that's part of the reason why this film wasn't quite as successful as the um as the 1993 film um Right, people weren't it, quite as yeah. enlightened yet. 
they weren't quite as invested even even though you have like big big names like uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Dino DeVito and um, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, playing villains uh, it just yeah it, it something felt off about I think the way that it was paced maybe uh, didn't quite work as well yeah uh, one aspect where I think they were really reaching was um you know, in the first movie, uh, Daisy's dad, the king, played by Lance Henriksen, um, you know, in the outside materials, like the novelization and whatnot, he's referred to as King Bowser. And so right. in this sequel, he kind of wants to get rid of Luigi because he's like, oh, I don't want you with my daughter. And that's kind of turns him into a villain in a way in this one yeah, which yeah. it's like a huge 180 just three weeks after the first one took place right but he's also not like evil he's just kind of he just doesn't um he's just you know ordering his minions to, to get in the way of that relationship um it's you know it's it's very much just and and they make up by the end it's you know, King Bowser sees that Luigi is 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 right for his his daughter, and there's that whole there's a very nice scene where he he you know gives gives Luigi his um, his permission to marry her, uh, which is what Luigi wanted the whole time, and and yeah. it ends with that very nice scene, the the wedding scene uh, between Luigi and Daisy. Yeah, and it's just a few weeks after they first met each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it feels very, yeah, it's a very sudden thing. But, um, you know, it's one of those continuity things, which I, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't think they really thought about it too much. Yeah, another, uh, I guess, sort of Easter egg is that one of the other actors considered for Mario for the first film was Bruno Kirby. And oh yeah, Bruno Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. And for this sequel, they actually got him uh in a role where like he's playing him like himself, but like a dino hatton version of himself. Where and so when Mario and Luigi see him, they're like, Hey, isn't that Bruno Kirby? And right. uh he's like at a instead of an actor, he's like at a hot dog eating contest and he just like inhales it all and basically this movie shows that like in this continuity he's kirby the nintendo character yeah 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 that that did seem a bit strange um it, it you know it's it's weird to see other nintendo characters show up in a in a mario film i wasn't the biggest fan of that scene but you know it's it's a funny joke it's a funny gag in the moment yeah, and they do, like, bring it back toward the end when he, like, uh, exhales, like, all the hot dogs at Wario and King Ward. But it also, like, right. looks, it looks very, uh, like, digested and, and slimy. And so... <laughs> yeah, I, I like the effects in that part. It, it um, that really works for me, especially because they chose to go practical with it. Um, yeah with that like very like visceral like physical slime that's like um you know that's going all over wario um but 
I, I don't know. It, it feels, it, it very much feels like it comes out of nowhere. Um, yeah. You know, he's not really in most of the movie. And then he just kind of shows up at the end. He's like, I'm going to, you know, help out Mario, which just, I don't know. It didn't feel well enough developed that it was justified um, in the script. Right. I also thought it was odd that they made the decision to, like, you know, Wario in this, like, in the final battle decides, you know what, King Wart, let's combine our forces. And he uses the, or, or I, I guess he's, you know, he says it with a German accent, you know, let's yeah. combine our forces. I don't know if I did yeah. that well, and I don't want to offend people, but like, um, he uses the technology to combine himself and King Wart into, uh, big muscular frog being that refers yeah. to itself as King Wartio. So what'd you think of that? I liked it. I I thought um you know Lawrence Fishburne obviously, you know, he changes his performance a little bit. They give the, they give his voice more of that like boom to it. Um it's very like echoey and um very deep. Um and so I thought that really suited it. Um, the only thing I thought it was, I think the, I think the suit looks weird. Um, you know, it looks like a guy in stilts who's just been like, and 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 for that I would have preferred some like, you know, CGI effects like you know how they do like the Hulk or something. Uh, that would have looked a lot better than. It, it looked like paper mache to be honest it, yeah <laughs> it, it, yeah it, it really um it really doesn't work that well for me um but it was i mean it was cool when mario um he does the 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 jump he does the jump it's like a reference to the to the um classic video game where he jumps onto king Wart and it all comes out it's like it's like he was filled with water and he's like leaking out from all the sides i thought that was a wonderful touch i thought that really um that really worked for me yeah it looked very much like stepping on a water balloon <laughs> yeah oh yeah for sure yeah just all kind of bursting out and and then there was a little little frog left behind that like hops out from the the, the wreckage yeah big yeah kind of that part yeah, I also thought it was interesting how throughout the movie, the Mario Brothers and Daisy and Daniela, they're, they have like these weapons that they use against their foes. Like they have these giant, like goofy looking hammers and they have these big pennies that are like the size of plates. And so they throw them like Frisbees. Yeah. Um, yeah. What'd you think of all that was a the real... combat in this? That was a really creative way to 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 throw it back to the Mario games without, you know, doing it exactly the way that, um, you know, I really love. There's 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 this one part where uh, Daisy throws one of the coins, and it and it beheads a Goomba, and I I was thinking, wow, this is this is this is surprisingly violent for, uh, yeah. you know, a PG. <laughs> PG-13 film, like, it, I, I don't know, I think um, they must have had a little bit of trouble with the ratings board. I mean, there's no blood or anything, it's just very, 
you get to see the head just kind of roll roll back yeah there's even a scene where they go down a giant slide and they go so fast that uh they like i think luigi is in front and he uh flies out and uh like feet first just sort of goes through one of the Goomba in the torso, like creating a cartoonish looking hole. And it's like, there's like some goo spilling out. And it was like, That felt a little bit over the top, yeah. Um, (laughs) But the the, the Goombas are are really, really top of the game on this one. I almost didn't want to see him, see him killed. Yeah. Um, and like there was also like some oil rig stuff in this yeah. movie. Did you want to talk about well, that a bit? I mean, that's that's what happens after um, the underwater sequence um, where they're chased by uh, Lawrence Fishburne's uh, King. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm blanking on his name right now. King Wart. King. He. They're chased by King Wart through through the um, through the ocean. And they end up taking refuge on an oil rig. Um, yeah, not it's it's not like loads that happens there. They just kind of camp out there. Um, they start a fire, but it feels like a very like very much um, fits in with that like aesthetic from the first film. Like this is, you know, if 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 um, that's kind of the aesthetic of the. Uh, Dino Hatton in the yeah, Ki- kind of like surface level steampunk, you might say. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. So it it feels very fitting that that's what the the oceans look like. It's like got all these structures that are very uh, mechanical and, and and very industrial. At the end, after they defeat uh, Wario and Wart, um, they're like the brothers are like, you know what? We're really cleaning up shop here. We should make this our Mario land. Uh, mm. so, so that was like a kind of a silly shout out to one of the things in the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 start their own Mario land. Um, and so they are now the kings of Mario land, which, yeah, it, it was a nice little reference to um, the the those those video games yeah they even turn it into an amusement park um and you know with a slide similar to the one from earlier and like all these yeah roller coasters and well i mean as they were going down at luigi was talking about how fun the slide was and and how he was like we should get a slide back home like this mario you know he's very excited about the slide so i i think that was a luigi's inclusion Uh, yeah and this amusement park looks more like the games like it's got like giant vibrant mushroom looking things like they're not real but they're like um they're kind of like that teapot type ride where it's like a spinning thing and it's like yeah 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 yeah. it's kind of funny how like this amusement park looks the most like the games than the rest of yeah I I kind of I I think it was refreshing to see something that was more accurate to the games, um, even though the way that they deviated in the first film uh, worked so well. 
I also forgot to mention Yoshi. Like throughout this movie, he's like oh, e eating a lot of Goomba heads. Like they cut away before we see him yeah. biting their heads off. But yeah, it's, the like, only so part weird. we see the Goomba head coming off is is with the with the coin. But I like Yoshi really um, gets to to have much more action in this film, which I felt was very um, very good. He he. Um, He's also eaten some of the fruits from the trees, which does, I mean, that was a very interesting interpretation of the, the, the like, uh, Yoshi fruits. Uh, what did you think of that part? Kind of smaller than one would think, you know? Right. I mean, I've, I've, I really liked how they were, like, glowing, you know, and they had all those patterns on them. But obviously it's got to fit in the Yoshi's mouth, right? Um, yeah, fit it all in one. So I get why they chose to go um, for the smaller size. Speaking of eating, so at the end, uh, you know, they've got the amusement park, and they also eat at a restaurant called Velosa Garden, which very much looks like <laughs> Olive Garden. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they're just sort of like reminiscing about the all the adventures they've had in just the last little while. Like, what'd you think of this scene at the end? Yeah, uh, I mean that was really nice. Uh, you know, I, I mean the most confusing part about that is why Luigi and Daisy decided to have their wedding reception in an Olive Garden. I wasn't, you know. Yeah. I wasn't. I was a little bit confused by that it seemed a bit of a weird choice but also it's kind of a funny gag you know that they're, they're going out to olive garden uh for such yeah. a special occasion um and i mean there is italian food so that's a little tie -in, yeah it, 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 it fit very well with the with the mario characters because they are they're both you know we know that they're both italian and they're both plumbers yeah and all Olive Garden sometimes needs plumbing, I assume. So you know. I, I I think so. And and right at the end, you have the the line from the from the waiter who's like he's like shouting about this plumbing emergency, and then Mario goes. They both Mario and Luigi. They both stand up at the same time with their with their plumbing gear, and they're like, "We can fix it." Yeah, they're like, "Here we go," and then end credits. I think they thought that there was going to be another another installment to the franchise. Yeah, um, just about plumbing. Which, <laughs> you know, we've only just, we're only just about to get recently. Right, yeah. Yeah, I guess we could go into final thoughts and score out 10 for this one. So, what are your final thoughts on Super Mario Brothers 2? And what's your score out of 10 and your unit of measurement for that score? Um... So I'm um, I'm a big fan of this movie. I think it's a underrated classic. I I don't think it's quite on the level of the uh, original, but it was definitely kind of it was following in the footsteps of greatness, really. Um, and there's a yeah. lot of like really new, like fresh things that this movie introduces that um, really hold the Mario franchise together. Um, so I'm going to go with, uh, an eight out of 10. Um, and that's, 
I'm gonna eight 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 Yoshi's eight Yoshi Yoshi saws out of ten. Nice. Yeah. Um I think I might go a little lower for this. I think this one was maybe a seven point five out of ten uh plate sized pennies. Like it, it's somewhat pennies. Yeah, it's somewhat enjoyable, but I think we're in agreement that it's it had big shoes to fill after the first yeah. and didn't yeah. quite reach those heights. So and, and Joel Schumacher really, you know, he he brought a lot to the franchise, but it's yeah. not it's not quite he wasn't quite the right fit for it. Right. And um you know, the end credits song, uh seals kiss from a rose what was a a nice touch like a nice song at the end of it all but overall um it didn't really fit after the after the you know it's 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 ending on a it's ending on this this like very silly like sequel bait line and then yeah i it, that that didn't work for me it was yeah it's a I nice song but it didn't it didn't fit the tone really yeah, and he'd already used it in Batman Forever. I kind of wonder yeah. if maybe if maybe him like trying to squeeze in so much time to do this movie between Batman Forever and Batman and Robin sort right. of yeah, was it was, was a detriment. Was right, like hot off the heels of Batman Forever when he was when he was putting this together. Uh, like a you know, that film was obviously a very big hit. Um so I get why they chose him to do it because the Mario franchise, obviously the the highest grossing film of all time, um, but it 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 didn't it didn't quite fit the material. I guess that's it for us, and I think our other selves from the delayed replay universe have like the same respective scores that we just said, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I would I would hope so. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I guess we'll cut back to them and see what they would score this one. So, uh, without further delay, back to delayed replay. All right, so now we're back. So Max, uh, after seeing their version, or I guess the only version of Super Mario Brothers two, what what would you rate that film from that Dino universe? That's absolutely insane. I I have no idea, like what what the hell was any of that really? I mean, they didn't even describe it in a in a way that was particularly cohesive. Um, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, and I mean, watching it wasn't very cohesive either. <laughs> no, no, for sure. I would have to say, what like maybe five? I don't know. I'm 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 just judging it based off the the. The original film which i don't think is very good yeah um so yeah i'll, I'll have uh five slimy go goombas out of ten yeah i think i might actually go a bit lower like i think you know i agree that it's inferior to the first movie which well, i said earlier i'd give a six but <laughs> yeah, like I think it's a 4.5 out of 10. Um uh what do I want to use? Um uh a weird 
fathers wanting to eliminate their daughter's love interest and then reconciling with them at the end. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like there were some silly bits that were kind of entertaining, but I feel like it didn't have quite the bad, good charm that the first movie had. It had a bit more bad, I think. For sure, for sure, yeah. All right, so I guess that'll do it. Thanks for joining me, Max. Um, is there any uh, links or social media from yourself that you'd like to plug? Um, yeah, I guess um, I am making art and stuff at, at Knockstar Owl on um, Instagram, and I've got like animations, uh, M Silver Productions uh, on YouTube. Uh, so check those out if you've got a chance. Uh, thanks for having me, Stephen. This has been a lot of fun uh, talking to you about Mario and also listening to our alternate selves talk about uh, their their Mario franchise. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I'm very happy to have you on. And as for my plugs, I'll put them in the edit uh, later on as I normally do. All right, you can follow me at Steven Schinder on Instagram and Twitter, Steven Schinder Storytelling on Facebook, stevenschinder.com for info on my book, Lemons on My Grain. More info to come on the next book, uh, Trespassing Their Visages, which I'm trying to get out in the summer. Uh, you, you can check out Yes Shift, a vlog slash podcast I do with my dad about the band Yes. Episode 100 uh, should be up when this is out. And you can also, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we've done more than 100, but it's complicated. We, we explain it on the show. Uh, check out uh, my Letterboxd profile, uh, my Goodreads profile. Again, all those will be in the show notes. And you can also email Delayed Replay via delayedreplaypodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on dinosaurs i guess um and uh, we actually have an email from oliver titcomb so uh, subject line says 2023 wga strike uh so he says dear delayed replace steven in our universe members of the writers guild of america went on strike starting the 2nd of may 2023 as a result, the films Blade and Community uh, movie, uh, sorry, the Community movie, have been delayed, along with lots of television. If it continues, this could impact other films as well. I assume that the strike didn't occur in your universe, and that the Community movie will come out on time. Blade is already out where you are. If that's the case, you have more content to work with. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Oliver Titcomb from that other universe where the films we reviewed got delayed. So, that's an interesting question. Uh, there was a strike over here like three years ago, but it was very quick and people came to um, a compromise. But I, it sounds like in your universe, maybe it's different. Um, 
uh, funny that you mentioned Blade and the community movie. In the community show, there's a character named Blade, and uh, it makes the characters want to watch Blade. But anyway, um, over here, the community movie, I think, starts filming in June. And if I were to compare that to the production schedule of another Peacock movie from a couple years ago, Psych 2, uh, or no, it was Psych 3, I think it was. Um, this is Gus, I think that's what it was. Yeah, I think that one got filmed in the summer and then it got released in November. So... I assume that there would be a similar release schedule for this community movie. Uh, so maybe uh, we'll have an episode on that uh, toward the end of this year, or maybe early beginning of next year, depending on the schedule. Uh, but yeah, that would be an interesting one to recap. I love community and I've been waiting for the movie for so long it's such a great show and a great writing and also great comfort show um but yeah thanks for emailing the podcast oliver very much appreciated and uh regarding earlier in the episode when dino steven mentioned a skeleton mini documentary by natural history museum like a VHS series by them. Uh, when I heard that, I was thinking maybe he meant like eyewitness. Uh, they made a mini VHS documentary about skeletons, uh, at least over here where I am. Um, but and uh, now apparently in that Dino Universe, it's Natural History museum that made something like that so just another difference between the universes uh just like how the academy museum of motion pictures over there has props from the first super mario brothers movie on display because of how well revered it is also i feel like it's possible i may have accidentally let an s-bomb yeah sugar honey iced tea slip through while editing this like I, I vaguely remember maybe someone said it and i don't remember if i heard it while editing and then edited it out so if it slipped past i apologize i did not have a plumber to take care of that huh do you get it uh but yeah back to the end of the episode and next episode, um, two weeks from after this goes out, the next episode will be on Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 2. So, Ooh. yeah, some more multiverse stuff. Very nice. Yeah. So, yeah, that should be an interesting one. Uh, so, yeah, that'll do it. And without further delay, have a good day.